0: Now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Irish Jobs. When it comes to hiring the right people for your business, you could say we've got a talent for talent. I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, Paul Kilcullen. He's the CEO of BNY Mellon Fund Services. Uh, He's the Ireland and country head there. Uh, You're very welcome to the programme, Paul.
1: Thanks for inviting me, Bobby.
0: Now, it all started back in uh, Mayo in Ballina. Um, you were from a family business, I think, uh, that was involved in the pub trade, is that right?
1: I was, I was indeed. At the family business, we were just distributors and suppliers to the pub trade in the west of Ireland. And indeed, Bobby, when I, when I look back, it had a number of advantages. So when I was growing up, we had our own brand of manufactured soft drinks. So we were always popular, oh, <laughs> always popular did at you? school, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. But also, it provided a source of employment and, and income and a certain amount of financial independence as we were growing up. And, and I think certainly when I look back, it created a, a, what it means to work in a business and create a business mindset. And but myself and all my brothers ended up in the world of business.
0: It's funny, isn't it? When you think back of, you know, Dewan's and Thurless, Burns and Kilkenny, there were all these uh, small town soft drinks producers that unfortunately are no longer with
1: us. But they were, they were fine businesses. Oh, oh yeah, like the world has changed. It's all about big brands and small local businesses just couldn't compete. Yeah. Uh, and and yes, it definitely is a good sign the way the world has changed, but it was a second generation business and it was certainly good for me, my family and our brothers. Okay. So then off to DCU studying
0: uh, French and international business. Uh, did you know where you were going in life at that stage or were you, were you sort of looking at it as a generalist, a generalist? Uh, third level
1: qualification. Yeah, so I think linking to my background Bobby I knew I always wanted to work in business what particular aspect I I wasn't sure and sometimes you know things just fall into place so I graduated in 96 and that time the economy and the International Financial Service Centre was just taken off so unlike my older brothers who all emigrated I joined and got a graduate programme with Invesco Asset Management. Right so tell us about Invesco then where you started your career what did you do there? So I started from the ground up, uh, working on valuations. Uh, I was with them for 12 years. Uh, During that time, I I qualified as an accountant. I worked in the Channel Islands. I went to London, uh, did an MBA, an executive MBA in London, and came back to Ireland to run their Irish business. So I had 12 very good years there.
0: Yeah, and it's good to, I suppose, get your teeth into a business like that uh, in your early years where they help you advance your career. They give you international experience, so you really do learn a lot in
1: that decade that you were there, decade plus. Yeah, well, I think I was a little bit lucky in that I joined a business that was growing very rapidly. So when you join a good firm and it's growing, it does create more opportunities. Now, clearly, you've got to grab them and you've got to make them a success. Uh, but in every career, there's a little bit of luck and I'll certainly acknowledge that. Then it was on to Citibank, is that right? Yeah. uh, Ironically, 12 years also with Citi. Did did a variety of global, regional uh, and local roles and then joined Bank of New York Mellon three years ago.
0: Okay. So interesting then in a career of banking, you know, you've seen the good times and no doubt you've seen the bad. And do you remember those, the dark years of 2008, 2009? Where were you at your career
1: in banking during those challenging years? So, it's just funny, I, I just joined uh, Citigroup. Right. And, and and certainly, we've had some tough times in, in our industry. And, like, when you think about it and, and take a step back, Bobby, 13 years ago, this country, we were, we were under a financial bailout. And when you look at where we are as an economy now today and the change, the unemployment, I saw 4.8%. Uh, yeah. You, you know, we have been tremendously successful. So, I think, as an Irish economy, we've managed to to work through those cycles be continually resilient and indeed successful
0: yeah no it's interesting because I think anybody who has had a
1: tenure such as your own in banking has definitely seen the good and the bad absolutely and one of the things I would say Bobby is I, I do believe resilience as an individual is a very important quality because you will always have setbacks in life, and it's it's how you react to it, and how you what learnings you take from it, and at least how you how, how you move forward. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Tell us then about uh, BNY Mellon. Um,
0: it's an interesting business. You're there three years. Uh, financial services
1: again, probably changing like many other industries. Yeah. So BNY Mellon Group, we have a 240 year history, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Um and. I work for a US bank, so if you will indulge me, Bobby, I'll give you a few figures. So we have 47 trillion assets under custody. So wow. We're the number one global custodian. Or uh, we service 97% of the top 100 banks, 89% of the top 100 investment management companies. And one final stat... We settle £12.3 trillion on average every single day. So a very important economic institution um, that supports the, f- the effective running of financial markets. Okay. Here in Ireland, um, we're a little bit more modest, 30 years. Um, and, and, and Ireland has certainly become a, a key hub for supporting the group. And one of our key businesses is the funds business, the asset servicing business.
0: Okay. Tell us about uh, the IFSC and its importance internationally. Um, you guys are down there. Uh, you see your maybe some competitors, some other uh, businesses in, in other sectors down there, but largely financial services. And, you know, I think Brexit was meant to give us another boom. I'm not sure that's happened, but it's been a pretty solid uh, it's certainly been a, a, a really, when Charlie Hawley announced it all those years ago, I think, don't think anybody could have envisaged it would be as successful as it was. No,
1: You're, you're, you're reeling back the years now, Bobby. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so the industry employs 30,000 people. Um, and Ireland is one of the top 10 financial exporters globally. So it, it has been a, a, a tremendous success. And it's great to see that we've played a, lean, a leading role And and certainly, I think one of the aspects of of that success is that what has happened is that it's it's created a cluster, a cluster of industries and supporting industries, and that success feeds off off it. So, for example, this year we were very pleased that we announced a a global R&D hub uh, with the support of the the IDA. And effectively, what we're looking to do, and we've got, for example, we've got a a team of PhD um, um, individuals um, who we hired in from university. And effectively, as the world's largest custodian, um, we touch 20% of the world's investable assets every single day. That gives us a phenomenal data set. So we use these talented graduates, these talented employees that we have to understand and analyse the data and create new products. So very much the IFSC has created a breeding ground and indeed Brexit has accelerated that uh, to, to create additional support in industries and, and, and new jobs. So it's very exciting.
0: Where do you see this, the future of the IFSC? Is it just more of the same? Will it continue to grow?
1: So I think, Bobby, one of the reasons that we have been successful as an economy is is our ability to adapt, to change, to be resilient. So personally, I'm very confident as long as we don't become complacent, we continue to be competitive, but also education education is, is very, very important. Uh, and why do I say that? It's about it's, it's about kind of creating that growth mindset so that as the world changes, and you've talked about some of the changes over the last few years, there will be other shocks and other changes as we go forward. Um, what will be important is that we as as an industry, we as a firm, we continue to grow, evolve and, and look to capture the opportunities. So, yeah, I'm very optimistic.
0: Now, uh, something else we'd like to ask you, Paul, finally then is uh, you're not a small man, you're you're a, you're a dominant figure. I think you're six foot six tall. Uh, basketball was your sport and you continue to be interested in that. Tell us a little bit about basketball in and in, in your own relationship with it. Because it, it isn't a, a mainstream sport, but it's one uh, of... I think, immense complexity uh, that some people
1: don't actually realise. Yeah, so, so, so Balna um, was a, a little bit of, of a town that, that certainly grew up on, on basketball. And, and I suppose I, I have a genetic advantage as regards height. And, uh, um, and that was probably leading me into the sport. One thing that I would say about team sport is that team sport and business they translate very, very nicely. Um, because at the end of the day, success is, is not down to anyone an individual, it's down to a team. Yeah. And what I really like about sports and what I'm particularly encouraged about is the growth of sports um, in, with females and girls and, and the Ireland soccer team. Because I think... Learning about that—it's all about the collective success of the team. Learning how to work together; those dynamics, I feel, translate quite well, you know, to the business environment.
0: Okay, okay. Well, listen—it's been great to talk to you, Paul Kilcullen, the CEO of BNY Mellon Fund Services Ireland and Country Head. Thanks for joining us. Down to business with Bobby
1: Kerr, brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at eleven on News Talk.